Welcome and thank you for listening to the CRC podcast brought to you by Pastor Ad Boschel. We believe that God is working across this platform to bring each and every believer revival throughout their entire lives. We hope you are inspired by this week's message. Coming up, you are ready for 2022 and for God to be a way maker, miracle worker and a promise keeper in your life. Give Him the biggest praise you can right there on television, in front of your television set, wherever you are. Give Him a big, big, big praise. Come on, God's going to move in your life. God's going to do great and amazing and extraordinary things in your life in 2022 in Jesus' Name. I'm ready for 2022. I don't know about you. We already started getting ready last year and we know that this is going to be a year of divine breakthrough in Jesus' Name. God's going to orchestrate your breakthrough and God has many, many surprises in store for you. So at the start of 2022, I really want to wish you, pray you a blessed, prosperous 2022. I know that some of you are facing challenges. Some of you are at a dead end street, but I want to tell you that our God is a way maker, a miracle worker, a promise keeper, and He's never going to leave or forsake you. He's going to walk you through 2022. And hey, we are still alive after year one, year two of a pandemic where people said everything is going to fall apart. No, God holds the whole world together. And that means my dear friend, God holds you in the palm of His hand. So welcome today, TBN. TBN year to One Gospel, Praise TV, Facebook Live, YouTube Live, CRC Online Correctional Facilities all over Africa, Russia, Israel, America, Europe, Africa, India, Pakistan, China. We welcome you. Good to be back. Big hug to all of you. This is your year, whether you like it or not, in Jesus' Name. Come on, give somebody a Bluetooth high, Bluetooth high five and say, this is your year whether you like it or not. In Jesus' Name. Good to be back with my family. I missed you all. I hope you had a great uh, December. And uh, I was in Pretoria, December. First time I hadn't been in the sea forever, but that's good. I had a great time reflecting, pondering, thinking about this year and the future. And as people are still away on holiday, I'm not gonna get into what God spoke to me about today. I'm going to charge you up. (laughs) We're not going to go into 2022, uh, by the way, and we're not going to go into 2022 undecided. We're not going to go dictated to by the whims of this world and by the dictates of governments and powers that be. We know that we have a God who is in control, who holds our future. That means you, my brother, sitting and watching on television. He holds your future in the palm of His hand. Welcome to all our CRC churches. Um, It's going to be a great day. Thank you for being with us today. Um, 24 of our churches with us. And uh, take your seats in heavenly places this morning. Let's get right into the Word of God. Um, I'm going to soon be grandfather number five. (laughs) I tell you what. It's like the fullest, not the fullest times. The grandchildren are upon me, okay. I was still getting ready for number, uh, uh, thinking about number one and then there's number five. So Angelique, my firstborn, 39 weeks pregnant today. Uh, 36 weeks pregnant today, okay. Okay, so um, she wants to call the baby Akalia. I said Atalia, okay. Any case, open your Bibles to Isaiah 43. 
And I want to read from verse 16 to 19. There's one thing we all have in common this morning, whether you're sitting in this place in Bloemfontein, in Johannesburg, and uh, for our beautiful people in Joburg, I will be there live next week, 9.30, every Sunday. I'll be uh, uh, translated again like Philip. I'll be there in Johannesburg and then Bloemfontein in the evenings. Every second Sunday night, I'll be in Bloemfontein and we're going to get back to business. And then we are planning our crusades, planning our stadium events to make up the territory that we lost to plunder hell and populate heaven. Come on, that's why we are here to make a difference in our generation. Can you say amen today in Jesus' Name? So verse 16, the Bible says, Thus says the Lord who makes a way in the sea of impossibility and a path through the mighty waters of opposition. Who brings forth the chariot and the horse, the army and the power, they shall lie down together. They shall not rise, the enemy. They are extinguished. They are quenched like a wick. Do not remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? I has not seen or ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things that God has prepared for those who love Him, but God has revealed them to us by His Spirit. I know the thoughts I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. There's one thing we all have in common. We have a past and we have a future. We have a yesterday and we have a tomorrow. Now we can learn from yesterday, but we can never camp at yesterday. We can learn from the disappointments, the failures, the tragedy, whatever you went through yesterday, you can learn from it, even the successes. But you cannot gloat about yesterday and you cannot camp about in yesterday because God is a God of the future, a God of now and a God of tomorrow. And God says, I am going to do a new thing in your life. I don't know where, what area of your life, but you better get ready for God to turn your beauty, your ashes into beauty, your mourning into dancing, your sorrow into joy, because God is still a miracle worker, a, may, a way maker and a promise keeper. Oh, come on, say amen in Jesus' Name. No low energy going into 2022. So my message this morning, that song, He is a way maker, a miracle worker, and a promise keeper. 2022, I wanna shout it out in the midst of all the naysayers, the negativity, the doubt that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever, that God is still a way maker that He still is a miracle worker, that He still is a promise keeper. He makes a way where there seems to be no way. He makes a way in the wilderness. He makes a way where people say it is impossible. He makes a way through the valley of the shadow of death because He cannot deny Himself. He is a way maker. You may be at a dead end street this morning. You may not know what the future holds, but my brother and my sister, you better know that God holds your future in the palm of His hand. And that's okay by me. Many uncertainties, but nothing uncertain about the love of God and the power of God 
and the promises of God in your life. In John 14 verse 6, the Bible says, Jesus said, I still am the way, the truth and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. So no matter where you are, what you are facing, listen, Jesus Christ is not a philosophy. He's not some historical God, He's alive. And the Bible says in John chapter 1, verse 4, in Him was life and the life became the light of men. What does that mean? That means God's gonna illuminate your path. God's gonna lead you in the road, in the way that you should go. My dear friend, without Jesus Christ, we're not talking about mental ascent. We're not talking about mind over matter. Although we need to renew our minds, we have to understand that our faith is in a person who said, I still am. 2022, the way, the truth and the life. Without Jesus Christ, there is no going. Without Jesus Christ, there is no living. Without Jesus Christ, there is no knowing because He still is the way, the truth and the life. Listen to me this morning. He's not part of the solution, He is the solution. He's not part of the journey, He is the journey. He's the Alpha and the Omega and every step in between. Come on, if you believe it this morning, stand to your feet and give the Lord a praise at the beginning of 2022, hallelujah. He's the one who made a way for Israel out of Egypt. He made a way for the disciples out of the storm. He made a way for Joseph out of the prison into the palace. He's going to make a way for South Africa out of poverty. He's gonna make a way for you out of your joblessness. He's gonna make a way for you out of your despair, despondency, failure. He is the way maker. Oh, people seek the way outside of Him. You will not find the way because He's the light of your way. He's the length of your days. He's the light of your life. He is, and I'll say it again, the way and the truth and the life. He made a way for Paul and Silas in the midnight hour. He made a way for Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego out of the midst of the fiery furnace. And hey, four, two years later, maybe your furnace is hotter and maybe your situation seems less possible or more impossible. But my Bible says the things that are impossible with men are possible with God, for with God all things are possible. Listen, God's been waiting to get your temperature right so God can step into your fiery furnace and God can deliver you. Cause God's not gonna show up in a frozen lake. God's gonna show up in a fiery furnace and God is gonna sustain you and God is going to deliver you. So if you feel like you've been going through hell, I wanna tell you that God is gonna lead you as your good but He's not gonna leave you, He's not gonna forsake you. He's the way maker, He will open a door no one can close. He will make a way through the crooked places. Come on, He will get you through the mountain, through the valley, cause He's your way maker. Oh, come on, say Amen this morning. I'll say it again, we all have a past and we have a future. Not much we can do about our past, is there? Nursing, cursing, rehearsing your yesterday will get you nowhere, learn from it. Use the hard places of your life to bounce back. Use the difficult times to learn, to be better. I mean, nobody expected, and I don't wanna even name this thing. Nobody expected this, but hey, we are still alive. God has kept us alive and we know that we don't have to fear this thing, whatever it is. We know that God has the final say with our lives in spite of tragedy. Sure, some of us have lost loved ones, but people have died in accidents this December. People have died of certain diseases. People drowned. People are going through tragedy all the time, but we can't camp there. 
the pain of betrayal, the pain of failure. We have to get back up and we have to get our eyes on Jesus Christ for 2022. And we have to run into this year, the Bible says, looking unto Jesus, who is what? Your way maker. He's the one who lights your way. He's the one who illuminates your way. He's not part of the solution. He is the solution. He's not part of your future. He is your future. He said to Abraham, I am your exceeding great reward. I am your tomorrow. I am the great I am, the way maker in the Name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. He made a way for Daniel out of the lion's den and he used an, an unsaved king to pray for him. Imagine that. Even the sinners are gonna start praying and crying out to God. He made a way for Noah and his family when God, when judgment was about to come upon the earth. 2,000 years ago, God made a way for you and me and He sent His Son, Jesus Christ, so that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have eternal life. Oh, come on, we have reason to rejoice at the start of 2022. Our names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life. We are born again, we are heaven bound. You can take my life, but you cannot take my salvation because my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Come on, CRC, 2022. God says, I am your way maker. Number two, He's your miracle worker. I talk to people and they say, well, do you believe in the age of miracles? And I say to them, no, I don't. Because we don't serve a God who ages. We serve a God who is the same yesterday and today and forever. Malachi 3 verse 6, I am the Lord, I change not. We serve a God who still does miracles. We still serve a God who still intervenes in the affairs of mankind. We serve a God who is still able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or think. So no matter what you're facing, He has a way for you out of your situation, through your situation, through your storm, to the other side, from the prison to the palace. But He also is a miracle worker. He can do what nobody else can do. He'll get you out of the pit when you least expect it. So therefore you cannot go into 2022 with no anticipation, no expectation. You cannot be a flat battery. You have to raise your level of expectation. You have to lift your hope, keep your hope alive today and know that God is able. I said God is able, able to sustain you in the fire, able to keep you from the plans of the enemy, able to defuse the plans of the enemy against you, able to heal your child, to deliver your husband, able to create a job for you right here in South Africa. Say Amen if you need a job. No, I don't believe in an age of miracles. I believe in a God who does miracles. A God with whom nothing is impossible. A God who says there is no problem I cannot solve. The more complex, the greater the invitation. The more impossible, the more likely God is to step in. Because if we can help ourselves, we don't need Him, do we? If we can fight our own battles and win them, we don't need God to fight on our behalf, do we? No. So if you're sitting in a bad place today, you're in the right place for a miracle. If you're facing an impossibility today, 
You need to realise the Bible says in Mark 10, 27, the very things that are deemed impossible by men are possible with God, for with God all things are possible. Mark 9, 23, if you can believe, child of God, all things are possible to them that believe. Oh, I need somebody that is facing an impossibility to give the Lord a little bit of a praise here this morning. Come on, student. Come on, a housewife. Come on, businessman. You believe. God for those contracts. You believe God for a turnaround. Let's lift up the praises at the start of 2022. Let's create an atmosphere for God to move in 2022. Let God ride on our praises. Let God ride on our praises. For God inhabits the praises of His people. Come on right there in front of your television. Forget your husband that is still snoring in bed. Forget your children. Forget everybody else and have your own praise party today in the name of Jesus. Praise Him because He's a God of miracles. Praise him because his hand is not too short to deliver you. Praise him because he still is almighty, all powerful, all knowing. Come on, praise him. He still is omnipotent. Praise him because you're not beyond his reach. Praise him because he holds your life in the palm of his hand. Oh, come on. I need somebody to give the Lord a praise as if he is alive. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 12 37. Behold, I am the Lord God the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? You know, I read, and I've done a lot of reading, um, like we all do, I'm sure, and uh, not on conspiracy, but on the fact that there is an order, people, powers, who want to destroy our world and enslave people with what? Poverty. That's why I'll stand on this platform maybe every week and say our enemy number one is poverty and we will all attack it and eradicate it from the borders of South Africa by 2030. Can I have an amen in Jesus' Name? We are not gonna sit and soak and have goosebump Christianity. We are gonna stand up for social justice as Jesus did. We are gonna fight corruption. We are gonna fight poverty. In Jesus' Name, we are going to give what we have. We are going to help where we can. We are going to feed where we can. We are going to educate where we can. Otherwise, what is the purpose of our lives if you live in a mansion and your brother is still living in a squatter camp? I'm gonna be teaching in the very near future, I don't know when I have so much to talk about, the errors of prosperity. The difference between prosperity and materialism. How this world is gripped by the spirit of materialism and how many Christians lose themselves in materialism. Because the minute you lose focus of purpose, you become material. And you start hoarding things for your children who will squander it in any case. Now, the Bible says a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. But my brother, my sister, there are many poor people in our ministry. There are many struggling people in our world. We cannot and will not look the other way a day longer. I said we cannot and we will not look the other way a day longer. We will be part of the solution in South Africa. 
We will be the light of Jesus Christ in South Africa. We will make a way for those who are destitute and, and homeless and lonely in South Africa. You will believe God to prosper your company so that you can empower young people and teach them to become entrepreneurs with purpose in Jesus' Name. Not self-inflated egotistical materialism, which is a curse in the Western church. Thank you for your enthusiasm. Not meaning to deflate your ego, saying that God wants to prosper you, but um, why? If I was God, why should I bless you? Ah, huh? you're not used to the ha. Huh? <laughs> okay, number three. God is still a promise keeper. Say amen. Because the Bible says, Zechariah 1 verse 24, all the promises of God in Him are, yea, and in Him, amen. To the glory of God through us. Now there's a whole sermon in that. Because when God made a promise to Abraham, and I always have to say this because people get confused, especially at the start of a year, they all write their goals and nowhere in their goals do they reflect what they want to do through the accomplishment of their goals. So God says, I'm gonna bless you so that you can be a blessing to all the nations of the world. No colour, no race, no exclusive Christianity. But the love of God is always inclusive the plan of God, the path of God. When we talk about the way, the way always leads you to God and to your neighbour. The way leads you closer to God. The way draws you to Jesus Christ. And when you get closer to Jesus Christ, you lose your self-centeredness and you begin to focus upon the hurt of people around you. We are gonna study in depth again our mission, Luke chapter 4, verse 18 and 19. Why are we alive? Because if we don't understand why we are alive, then why are we alive? If we don't understand the purpose of our lives, what is the purpose of our lives? If we don't understand that this life is on loan to us from God, that our lives are as a vapour, that no matter what we face, there are people who face greater difficulty than us. No matter how we suffer, there are those who suffer more than us. No matter the level of our pain, there are those who have a greater level of pain. So Christianity should never become self-absorbed and all-consuming, especially when you go through difficulty. When you go through difficulty, that's the time that you should help people more than ever because you will understand them. The greater your need, the greater your pain, the greater your understanding of what people go through in the world. That's why sometimes God will allow you, not cause you, allow you to go through some suffering so that you can identify with those who are suffering. Otherwise we have what I call calloused Christianity. You don't feel it when you touch it, do you? You become calloused. The pregnant lady at the robot no longer matters. The, the mother with a child, we say it's their own fault. 
the rebellious teenager, the drug addict, the prostitute. So I cannot preach a Christianity at the start of the year without it being totally overshadowed by God's purpose that God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have eternal life. What we do should lead to the redemption of, of, of humanity. So when we talk about He's the way, He's not only the way for me, He's the way through me for other people. Come on. He's not just a miracle to me. He's the miracle through me to other people. And sometimes the greatest miracle you can give somebody else is to pick up that little child of another race, of another culture, and to say, I love you. And there's a God who loves you. And you put a smile on that person's face. Sometimes the greatest miracle you can do is while you're in the shopping centre, just to pay the groceries for that old mama that you can see is counting her pennies. Oh, come on, CLC. Can we be the Christian that God wants us to be in 2022 and alleviate the pain and the suffering and the plight of those who are struggling in our world. Oh, what is the purpose? I don't begrudge you a great holiday. I don't begrudge you a great home, a great livelihood. Neither does God. In Ecclesiastes, He says, it's the gift from God. Enjoy life. Enjoy your possessions. Enjoy what God gives you. But do not forget God and your neighbour. Doesn't mean you, 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 every time you pray, you feel guilty about the meal you have. It means you are thankful. You become more inspired and more aware. And I tell rich people always, because the Bible talks about rich people, get your children close to the pain. Get your children out where people are hurting. Otherwise they become brats. Entitled. Thank you for your enthusiasm. Demanding, unappreciative. I think one of the greatest things I ever did was to send Angelique to New York, to Bill Wilson, to go live among the children in New York, coming from a privileged home, thinking she understands the hurt of people. You don't. You don't understand the hurt of people from a distance. That's why Jesus had to come into the world to get close to the pain of people so that He could be the solution to people. And it's something a lot of us are afraid of because we know the minute we see the pain of people, we become responsible. There's a little voice on the inside of us that says, you've got to do something. Not just for yourself and your three children. You've got to do something. And we are going to launch programs in our church and I ask the parents to support it where we are going to take our teenagers, especially those from private schools and expose them in a safe environment to what is really happening in the world because your estate living is not the reality of what people are facing in South Africa. We have to get out of our comfort zones, out of our bubbles and take Jesus Christ as the way to our world as a miracle worker. Come on, CRC, that's why we are alive. Say Amen, shout Amen and give Him a praise. Hallelujah. And I cannot read the Bible and not think about other people. Really, as much as I try, I cannot. I try and think this year I'm gonna me, I, I, and then I'm reminded that, gee, Lord, give us. 
Lord, forgive us. Lord, bless us. Lord, deliver us. Deliver South Africa. Give us, our people that are struggling, their daily bread. Moses didn't just pray for himself. He prayed for a whole nation that was oppressed. That doesn't mean your need doesn't matter. It means that one of the ways that God will take care of your need is when you extend a hand to somebody else in a greater need. Maybe one of the ways God is gonna save your children is if you send them on one of our social upliftment programs and they will stop snorting cocaine and doing marijuana because they will see where it leads those young people. The world will not be so attractive. Maybe they'll start cleaning up their room and you'll thank me at the end of the year. Maybe they'll stop demanding. Is there anybody out there? Not what you expected on the first Sunday, but that's fine. I'm not gonna uh, 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 launch you in a direction that has no purpose and no eternal value. There's nowhere in the Bible, self-centered Christianity does not exist. Extem. So long as these stem sing me. Oh my word. I will watch what I say. Not. <laughs> For all the promises of God, all the promises of God in Him are yes and amen to the glory of God. So if it's to the glory of God, it is a big yes from God, a big amen from God. That means a job, a big yes from God, a big amen from God. That means healing, a big yes from God, a big amen from God. Anything that's in the Bible, the Bible says all the promises are yes and amen. His delay is not his denial. He still is the God who watches over His Word to perform it in His divine time, which is never ours. He will always make everything beautiful in its time. But I wanna say it again as we start this year, please get, please get involved in the church, get involved in a home cells, get involved in a ministry somewhere, live a life bigger and beyond yourself. Don't miss church on a Sunday. I know some of you are still on holiday, but next week you are back in one of our cities where there's a CRC church. Get back to church in Jesus' Name. Come on, get yourself back in the house of God. You know, seven, I, I, I've been studying so many things and in the week of fasting and prayer, we're gonna start next week, the 16th till the 23rd. And uh, we'll be having services um, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, not this week. A week from now, I'll be in Pretoria one night, Johannesburg one night, Bloomington one night. And we're gonna pray every morning, six o'clock online. And uh, the theme would be back to God. And I've been studying a lot of things. One of them is one of the signs of people who, whose hearts have departed from God is their hearts have departed from the local church. I don't care how many posts you make on Facebook of how blessed you are and how great your bride flesh and how fancy your wine and how fancy your lifestyle. Your heart has departed. Because you know when we die, we die equal. We leave this earth equal. 
You don't leave as a president. You don't leave as a CEO. You don't leave as a pauper. You don't leave, leave as a scientist or a lawyer or an advocate or a pastor or a doctor. You simply leave. Then your titles mean nothing. All the likes on social media mean nothing. You know, I don't mean to offensive, be offensive, but I'm going to be if you take offense, right? But I mean, sometimes people want to equate the blessing of God to a lifestyle. Really? There are people that live a much better life than you that are going to hell, that are empty, that have yachts and airplanes and have a lifestyle that own islands, etc., that you cannot even think of. You equate blessing to one thing and that's the fulfillment of God's purpose for your life. Nothing else. Too much is given, much is required for this ministry, CRC. We are a huge ministry. That's why we cannot do little things for God. We have great responsibility. We can't have little outreaches. We need to have big outreaches. We cannot plant little churches. We have to plant big churches. We cannot feed a few people. We have to feed thousands and thousands of people because who much is given, much is required. So God has a promise for you. God has a place for you. You know, sometimes people move out of God's will economically in pursuit of a job and I've seen it again and again and again and again and they lose themselves spiritually. They uh, lose their fire. They lose their zeal. They, 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 they move for a lifestyle. What is that? Because you can go move to scop, 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 scop and you're going to move with yourself. Like people say, I just want to be where there's no one else. Well, God didn't come to no one else. God came to the world. And as God sent Jesus into the world, so God has sent us to the world. So although people have hurt you and betrayed you, you better love people and you better reach out to people and you better be the way to people and the voice to people and the miracle to people and the promise to people, that which people are looking. You are the person that God has raised up to be a way maker. Take them back to God. One of the signs of people losing their love for God is they stop evangelizing. They stop telling people about Jesus. That's a sign of a backslidden heart. The loss no longer matters. So we cannot come at the start of this year and talk about dreams and visions and promises and we forget what this is all about. Jesus didn't come to give us a lifestyle. He came to give us a purpose. And when you seek first the Kingdom of God and His righteousness, then all the things are added unto you. But our purpose is not a lifestyle. It's not materialistic. Thank you for your amen the other this morning. Amen, am I speaking for Huh? 
Well, there's no other gospel. Not that I will preach in any case. People say I'm a prosperity preacher. You have no clue what I am, man. You have no clue. Prosperity with purpose, not materialism. So I hope you have your promise and you're holding on to it. And I have to close verse 11, Hebrews chapter 6. The Bible says, we desire that each one of you show the same diligence to full assurance of hope until the end, that you do not become sluggish, lazy, slow down, lose your pace, lose your fervor, lose your faith. Lose your purpose. Do not become sluggish, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. For when God made a promise to Abraham because he could not swear by no one greater, he swore by himself saying, surely blessing I will bless you and multiplying I will multiply you. And so after he had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. I hope that you have a promise for 2022. I hope that you have kept your promises of 2021 alive and 2020 and 2018 and 1994. I hope that those promises are still written on your wall somewhere and that you are believing God as Abraham did for 30 years. He believed in the promise of God of 25 years and God fulfilled His promise. Hear me this morning. He is the way maker. He's the miracle worker. He's the promise keeper. He has a way for you. He has a miracle for you. I believe it. And He has a promise. Those promises who are yea and amen. In Him, for the glory of God. If it's for God's glory, it's yours by faith. The greatest promise is the promise of eternal life. That God so loved the world that He gave His Son. That whoever believes in Him should not perish. That Gentiles could become sons and daughters of God. At the start of the year, television audience with us still for a minute, you are saying, I've never given my life to Jesus. Maybe you lost yourself over December last year, this pandemic, whatever people want to call that deception. You've lost yourself in that time. But hey, it's a new year. It's a new beginning. And His mercy is on you every morning. You can come back to God today and put your life in the hands of Jesus today again and have the future that God has for you. Eternity, but life with purpose here as well. So if that's you this morning on television, just put your hand on your heart. Come on, a new beginning, a fresh start with God. Say, Lord Jesus, today I give myself back to You. I accept You as my Lord and Saviour. I believe You died for my sin. I believe You rose from the grave. I believe You're alive. Today, I surrender all to you in Jesus. And God bless you, love you. Have a great 2022. Amen. Give them a big hand clap. Come on, CLC, give them a big, 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 big hand clap in Jesus' name. We hope you received exactly what God had in store for you from this week's message. If you have been touched by our ministry, you can help us achieve our mandate and win the lost at any cost by visiting our website at crcchurch.com. Thanks again for listening and God bless.